0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back. You are listening to The Wildest Podcast, a weekly personal development podcast in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Jander Sutton, and I'm an author, entrepreneur, and speaker based in Nashville, Tennessee. If you're listening for the first time, I'm so glad you've joined us today. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. As always, my goal is to help you get more out of life. You might have noticed from the title of today's episode that this is a special episode of the Wildest Podcast because we have our first ever guest interview on the podcast. I have spent a long time debating whether or not I wanted to bring guests onto the show. And quite frankly, I was a little nervous about how I could fit a guest interview into a 10-minute podcast in a way that would make it easy to understand, concise, but still super valuable. Which is why I decided to reach out to my friend, Jill Grunenwald, who is a fellow author and host of the Pro Book Nerds Podcast, to join me as we experiment with a new format. Now, when Jill and I talked about her coming out of the show, we had a few different ideas for topics that we could discuss, but one stood out to me in particular, which is how to set boundaries and learning to say no. So Jill, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. I'm so happy to be on. You know, we've talked about this topic of setting boundaries a lot, learning to say no, because it's definitely something that I am not great at. Um, And obviously, we wouldn't be talking about this topic if it wasn't a common issue. So why do you think it's so hard for people to set boundaries for themselves?
1: I think um, a lot of it comes down to just how we're socialized, that we are supposed to be agreeable and adaptable, especially if you are a woman or assigned female at birth. And you just sort of have this built into you that you should always be accommodating. And it's hard to break free from that.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's something that can definitely be trained into you, whether it's the gender that you're assigned at birth or even through like trauma, can sometimes play a role in teaching you that you're not supposed to set these boundaries for yourself. That I
1: also agree with 100%. And I think for me, that's a lot of where my boundary setting started was because boundary setting became a defense mechanism or like um, a self-care mechanism, almost. It it was a, a safety place where I sort of started to build up a lot of walls around me in response to trauma. And those have you know turned into boundaries that I continue to maintain.
0: Yeah, and I like I like how you use the word walls and then transition that into boundaries because I think correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like for you it was more done out of necessity and then realizing that oh, this is how I can sort of shape things not as a defense mechanism but as a like proactive step. Does that make sense?
1: So yeah, so for me, um, boundaries and this idea of setting up walls became a necessity. And I think part of the challenge that I have had is reframing how I see these things, because I think most often when we talk about boundaries and setting them, the people on the outside of those boundaries can sometimes feel like it's a personal attack on them. Mm -hmm. Like people don't always like to respect your boundaries. And so I think that's where that idea of it's seen as a negative when you start setting up walls around you like that's not usually seen as a good thing. But for some of us like myself, it it does become a necessity. And it does become something that we need in order to maintain our sense of self and our sense of safety and comfort. And for me it, it it has been a big shift in just the language I use when I talk about these things. The actual boundaries have not changed, but when I used to call them walls, I do now call them boundaries and and something about calling them boundaries for me seems to put a more positive spin on it rather than just calling them
0: walls if that makes sense, even if it's all in my head. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, that absolutely makes sense to me. So how would you describe the process of setting these boundaries or walls or whatever you want to call it for someone else, especially someone like me who has such a strong background, is a massive people pleaser who is used to giving without limit and was basically told that you have to give without limit? How do they get started with setting boundaries if they've never done something like that before?
1: So I think there's two things. First, start small Whatever that means to you. Maybe if someone asks you to do something that you don't want to do or you don't have time to, if you previously would just say yes automatically, just say no. Like start small. You don't have to start with like really big things and you, you can build yourself up. But the other thing and the thing I think that is a lot harder is that you have to come to terms with the fact that there are people who are not going to like you when you start setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. There are people who are going to take that and be offended by it. There are people who are going to try to, you know, break those boundaries. There are people who, and I'm talking like friends or family, like you have to sort of accept that there might be a time where you are unlikable for setting boundaries. And I think that's really hard for a lot of people. You just kind of have to push through that part because it's
0: it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had that experience in my own life. There have been a few people where as soon as I you know, dipped my toe into setting boundaries because I'm not super great at it. But there were situations where I found out that, oh, this is someone who I don't think they actually like me. I think they just like the fact that I would say yes to everything that I was just giving them without limit, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I don't know, maybe it's just me and it's all a personality thing, but I'm like, oh, you don't like me? That's fine. (laughs) So I think, and maybe that's why it's it's sort of easier for me to set boundaries is because I'm I don't really I've never been bothered necessarily if someone doesn't like me because I tell them no like I have no problem and I have found that the more often I do it the more becomes second nature and easier to set those boundaries and to say no to people that you otherwise would help or to say I can't right now, but can I do it later? And to not automatically like always respond right away. Even just waiting to respond can be a boundary in some situations, just not getting back to them for another hour. That's a boundary too. And that can also be a hard one. So it's all just there. It's a spectrum of of figuring out what boundaries you're comfortable with and, and setting those.
0: Yeah. And I, I really like that example, actually, because it's something that I talk about on almost every single episode of the podcast is that these things don't happen naturally, that they're muscles that require you to practice and develop that ability. And so like you said, sometimes it's not even being able to say no is great, but sometimes the boundary is waiting an hour before you respond. Sometimes the boundary is, yes, I can do that thing, but on my terms. Yes. Agreed. So you mentioned that sometimes people don't like it when you start setting boundaries. And we've already talked about how some people will just disappear from your life, but how do you handle the pushback? Like when you are someone who is setting a boundary for the first time and people don't handle it well, how do you personally deal with that? And how would you recommend other people deal with that?
1: So in my previous answer, I had mentioned, you know, if someone pushes back, I don't want to like, I don't want to give names, but there was an instance where a particular person in my life who I'm very close to kept bringing up a topic that I did not want to discuss with them. And so I flat out told them, I am not talking about this topic with you again, mm-hmm. like we are done. And they're like, okay, okay. And then like two weeks later, they brought it up again. And I asked them, what did I tell you about this? Because I wanted to make them I wanted to put them on the spot to have to admit to me that they were trying to ignore what I had told them, which was that I'm not talking about that with them. Another thing is if people keep pushing back, just try not to engage, which is easier said than done, especially if it's with friends or family. But mm-hmm. that's, you know, if someone just keeps bringing up a topic, you can walk away, you can stop talking to them. Um, and it it may come to a point where you you have to be the one to disappear from their life because they refuse to respect the boundary.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I I totally agree with that. Well, is there anything else that when it comes to setting boundaries and learning to say no that you just think that people should know more about?
1: Just know that it's going to be hard in the beginning. It's not going to come necessarily naturally or easy. And remember that the boundary the boundaries are not, not necessarily for you. They are also for the other people because you're not just keeping you safe, you're keeping them safe from if they try and push past those boundaries, what might happen. And so I think that's also important to
0: remember that those boundaries are in place for both of you for whatever reason. Yeah, I really like that. I think that that's something that's really important to keep in mind, because sometimes we think about, you know, I'm putting a boundary in place because I don't want X person to do something that's going to hurt me. But it can. It's a nice way to reframe it, especially if you're a people pleaser, to be like, oh, but me doing this also protects them because let's say a person does something that irritates you and you get to the point where you yell at them, where you snap back, where it hurts the relationship in some way, shape or form. But putting that boundary in place means that you are protected one, but also means that they are not doing the thing that could potentially cause you to lash out at them and hurt that relationship. Yeah, exactly. Well- Thank you so much for joining me. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be on the podcast. Um, what's the best way for people to connect with you?
1: So you can visit my website, which is Um, All of my fun social links are on there if you want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. And you can follow my book podcast at professionalbooknerds.com and
0: get all sorts of book recommendations and author interviews. Thank you again. I really appreciate you talking with me today. Thanks for having me. Well, folks, that's all we have time for in today's episode. Thanks again to Jill for joining me, and thank you for listening. If you want to talk more about all things personal development, you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Lee. My DMs are always open. And you can join the Wildest community by heading over to janderly.com wildest to sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, and please leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wildest Podcast. And as usual, keep working, keep striving, but don't forget to take a break if you need one. Talk soon. What does perfect even-